This is Raul Velasquez and Vivian Velasquez. Welcome to the God, Money, and Sex podcast. Welcome to the God, Money, and Sex podcast. My name is Raul Velasquez, and I'm here with my beautiful co-host, Vivian Velasquez. Well, welcome to another episode of the God, Money, and Sex, where we talk about God, we talk about money, we talk about sex, because ultimately those are the three things. Three driving forces. That I think the driving forces of any, yes. I was, I want to say men's life, but I think it's men and women. I think that drives everyone, period. At some point or another, it is it is a drive. So one of the challenges that I that I see, I was talking to my clients this week because we just came out of a, a live event. We had a live event last week. We mm -hmm. took a, a group of entrepreneurs, businessmen, and, and we took them all the way to the edge to That's find right. their code and their power. So guess what the number one challenge was in their lives? Let me just guess. Relationships. You know, it's just it's funny because I'm a business coach. I'm a business entrepreneur, but I always find myself that I'm ending up in that relationship you know, yeah. coaching type of thing. And I, you know, I, and I think everyone needs a relationship coaching session at any given <laughs> moment. All right. So especially men, like, men, we don't, we don't invest enough in our relationships in order for us to know everything. I think the foundation too, as men, like we've been conditioned to figure things out on our own that we are afraid to ask for help. I think it's both men and women. We were just having this conversation with one of my friends this past weekend, this week. Um, they don't teach us enough about relationships. Like, you know, when we got married, we had like one brief class before we got married and it was like everything condensed into this one class that this is what to expect. And then I don't think I ever saw that instructor ever again. And then, you know, it's really up to us to learn along the ways. And most of the time we learn through pain. We learn through trials. We learn through like the unknowing, but yet do we very rarely take the time to grow and invest in our relationships. Remember when we were getting married, you and I decided to get married. Yeah. And they put us in a, like the church we were going to, they actually give us like marriage counseling, right? They did that too for and us, they, yeah. And they, marriage counseling, they give us a book and we followed it. And I was, I was actually like, kind of like making sure that I fit all the boxes because I didn't want you to kind of change your mind. <laughs> I'm like, I want to make sure that I pass this test. Well, and then for me, it was like, oh my gosh, there was so much that goes into the relationship. I think most of them like scares the <sighs> shit out of people. <laughs> And then, and then another idea too is like, okay, we we have different um, coaching people that we're with, and then at the same time, when we tell them what to do, things could be so simple. And then we come back week after week, and then I was like, did you get that done? And they were like, no, I'm sorry, I didn't have no time. And I think it's because of priority. I mean, I, 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 the more I look into it, because I've been doing this for the past four years, looking at the patterns of businessmen. Yeah. Like the number one pattern is that we don't know how yeah. to like keep those relationships. I think relationship is everything. I mean, relationships in, in, in with our employees, relationships with our, our partners. I mean, yeah. everything has to, everything comes down to a relationship. Yes. So the CEO as a leader of a, a, of a company, like you have to become a master in relationships. Yes. If you don't become master in relationships, you're constantly going to be breaking the bonds and breaking the, the energy between yeah. employees, between yeah. partners. And so what's the one thing that you see, like talking to women right now who are married, what is the one complaint that they get about their husband? Because we've gotten some hate. We got some hate recently, so I want to shout out the people that are commenting in our videos. I love it because any attention is good attention. <laughs> but recently we got some hate on some of the videos that we got in, in Facebook and, uh, and mostly come from women. Well, the thing is like we, we are here and even though we get hate or we get love, 
I mean, we we are here because we believe in marriage, and we have been married for almost 19 years. It's gonna be September. It's gonna be 19 years, and you know, like if we are talking about it, it's because we've gone through our heartaches and our pain and then we kind of like see a light at the end of the tunnel so i think like if we're here it's only because we're sharing what we've gone through we're not saying like it, do this and it's gonna work it's it's choices it's time it's commitment it's persistence it's all these things it's energy it's energy it's and so I, much and it's, it's not so easy amazing how people easy. are so addicted to drama yeah like they want to blame or they want to create that like drama like no it's only me or if my yeah. husband could change, you know, if my husband was like like you, then everything would be better. If my wife was like your wife, everything would be better. But it's not about changing that person. No. And I think that's like one of the, the one, I hear three things very often. The first one is, you know, I, I want to change my marriage, but he won't change. And my, I give some news. My answer to trying to (laughs) to change a person, you're in the wrong relationship to begin with, and it's really difficult to do that. And then my my thing is like, you know, what it was for us in our relationship. It's like, believe me, I wanted to change you. I wanted you. I think we've talked about this before. Like there are so many ways that like I've tried to like I asked you nicely. I was mad. I was angry. I yelled. I screamed. I wrote it. I texted. I emailed it. Like so many different ways. But then at the end, I realized it's like, if I want something to change, I need to start changing myself. And I think that that was like the biggest change in our relationship is like I was no longer putting all this effort and energy into making changes with you. But I started changing things that I wanted to change. That, that's one of the big things. Another one is appreciation. Like women feel so unappreciated when it comes in the, to be in the relationships. And I know like I felt that, too, especially being a full-time mom and I chose that like I told you I'm like if we have kids I want to stay home and that's like a privilege for me to raise my kids and and be able to like but not everyone feels the same way no and that was my feeling that's what I wanted to do I wanted to stay home and I wanted to raise them and I wanted to be I think raising kids is kind of like you don't get a like you don't get any like any checks saying hey you know you did a good job or or you don't get any awards it's like okay (laughs) they turn 18 and then they leave and that's it you got to start all over again Yeah. And then at the same time, like, you know, as well, this is like a whole different conversation, but it's like I I really embrace a part of like being the mother figure, the the wife and the having my household like just run like the way that I wanted to run it. And at the same time, like feel so in love with my job but you didn't start it that way no so that's the that's the no. thing like you started I hating felt, it i felt unappreciated I, I hated what you were doing because like i'm not bringing any any value to the relationship i'm yeah. not bringing like that's why a lot of women feel that way i think and it comes to us as men on making yeah. you feel appreciated and that's what i could relate to them because i'm like i totally feel i know what you're saying because i did feel unappreciated like i wish i would have gotten more appreciation in in my earlier years but it's like okay what can i change so it was like it wasn't up to you it wasn't up to my kids it wasn't i couldn't leave it up there and we're talking about all the time you have to have enough pain you have to have enough pain so the moment that you had enough pain you said okay i'm not gonna blame raul i'm not gonna blame circumstances i'm gonna start looking within myself to see what the what the challenges are right and i think that's what you know a lot of people who are commenting or people who just like, listen, this is not about like Raul or Vivian. This is not about like a perfect marriage. It's about do you see the patterns that are happening in your life that you have enough pain to change them? Yeah. And, and one of the things that I've found is there's three types of love. And this is, goes back to I don't even know who 
like what book <laughs> that I read or, or what can like all of a yeah, sudden like a, so a, many a lot of the things so you know stuff, come yeah. to my mind and then I could just create yeah. frames and, and trainings around it and, yeah. and, and the other day I was just talking to my clients and I said okay there's three types of, of relationships three types of love love number one is a relationship or the love that you want in your life because you need it it's kind of okay. like I want this relationship because I'm without you I feel empty or without you I'm not fulfilled so I need you to love me in order for me to be a better man. So it's almost like from a place of scarcity. It's a place of neediness. Of being needy, yeah. And then that's the reason a lot of a lot of marriages don't have any more polarity and they lack sex because like the man becomes the guy's oh I need you to be mm-hmm. here. Why can't you do this? And then the woman's yeah. no longer attracted to the man. And of course not. How can you be I mean, attracted to that? Can you be attracted to a needy man that's constantly complaining about the shit that you don't do? On the things that they need to be done. No, that cannot be. It's unattractive. Be. The same yeah. thing, and the same thing with women. Like we cannot be attracted to a woman that is constantly clingy or needy, or like I want you to be with me all the time. It's like shit. Like let's, yeah. you know, we both have lives. Yeah. But that's the one level of love. Like, and that's why I see a lot of couples. A lot of you know people say, "Oh, my wife completes me," or "My man completes me." And okay, what happens if you lose your man? What happens yeah. if all of a sudden, like you know, God forbid, gets into an accident, and no longer comes back? Who are you? Yeah. With yeah. that, I know it's gonna be. Hurt. I know I'm going to the stream, yes. but I think about this all the time. And I do too. And I think that was like a huge change for me. It's like I didn't want you because at the beginning I think you were like you were, and not that you're not my everything because we always, you know, I you know how I feel about you. You are such an amazing part of my life. But Thank it's you. like I wish, I, had, I wish we had a little like buttons in here to press. I <laughs> drop some bombs in here. About, like Jay, next time we have some uh, flex bombs in here. <laughs> I. Uh, I do love you, but at the same time, it's like I needed to love myself more because I I needed to love myself in order to love you. But here's the biggest, as, as a businessman, here's the biggest fear that we have, okay? The biggest fear that we have is if I'm the provider, if I'm the guy that, that's running everything, what happens if something happens to me? So I know that's in the mind of every single yeah. businessman that is running this household. and like, shit, what happens if something happens to me? Like, I'm proud that you don't need me. Like, mm-hmm. I want you not to need me mm-hmm. because I want you to be able to hold down the kingdom. God forbid something happens to the king or something happens to, to the guy. Like, I want, like, that's what I'm proud yeah. about. Like, teaching yeah. the kids, you know, to hold their own. Like, and I think that's in the relationship. Like, even the, myself, even, what you've you know, taught the, you know, me. The, the women, yeah. you know, want their men to take care of them or vice versa. And there's nothing wrong with being taken care of. It's just what I'm seeing is that the neediness or the cleanliness of that energy for both men or women. I think that's a different thing. Like, you know, you providing and, you know, I think women, I mean, if you were to ask me to go and then I'd find work and I'd make things work, you know, like I'd make everything work, God willing. Um, but it's a different thing of like being I mean, like, you're, you're like a, a needy person. Like you, you're a hunter. Like you have that. I mean, you've yeah. created, you know, different, you know, businesses. You're a hunter. I'm not worried if something happens to me. I know you're going to be fine because you're not in that level of love and that's what, right. I'm, what i'm saying is a lot because of, we didn't get stuck in that we level of we love. were in that level of love yes. at the beginning and i yes. was like very much into like making sure that i stayed on the top that you needed me because that was also my certainty right yeah. i want you to need me because if you don't need me i'm afraid that you're gonna leave me yeah you see how men like how we rationalize that behavior is like and i I'm, mean if you think men think that imagine what women think like it's, it's almost the same thing it's like i want him to only need me and not anybody else and then it comes like that the mothering factor and you become like a mother instead of a wife and you know a friend a mother and everything else except what you really should be which is like his lover 
And at the end, also translate into the workplace because a, a needy guy in the relationship also becomes an overpowering leader, uh, micromanaging everything. Because that was me. control. I want to control everything. Like I couldn't, like my businesses couldn't run without me. Yeah. So therefore, the same way I was operating in my relationship, it was the same way I was operating in my business. I couldn't let go and I couldn't empower people. So the moment that switch and that flip, it's like, this is another level of love, mm. another level of relationship. So the next level of that relationship is, you know, I'm only going to love you as long as you do something for me. So as long as you love me back, then I'm going to love you back. It's kind of like trading. Yeah. It's like you love me and I love you. So therefore, that's when I'm going to show you. So I appreciate me. I'm going to appreciate you. So it's kind of like keeping tabs. Yeah. Keeping tabs. And what happens when people keep tabs? That sounds very selfish. <laughs> and you can tell as, as, a, as a man, like I'm competing. So I want to always kind of like look at what more can I give? Yeah. But we, what, we, what we were saying before the, this conversation is like we always justify equalizing the giving. So yeah. the moment that you start feeling that like you're not being appreciated, what happens? Then I think, you know, you start to build resentment and you start to build like this resistance between each other. And then it's like, OK, you're not appreciating me. You're not loving me or you're loving me expecting something in return. Then it's like, OK, I'm going to start taking from you. Yes. And, and maybe withholding. and withholding, maybe sometimes not even taking, but it, not even giving, you know, like that, that place that women go to or the place that I went to was like just shying away from conversations and communication and just not talking and not saying what I feel. I'm taking that away from you. You know, like I'm going to make you feel. And what's the number alone. one thing that women or married women or women in a relationship, what is the one thing that they have the power on that they take when they don't get their way? Oh, yeah. Sex. Like we play, and, we, and then, we withhold that I mean, so all of a sudden, like, okay, that, The reason I got into a relationship was so I could have sex more often or have a, a partner that I could share with. It. And the moment that you withhold like, that, withhold that yeah. then we feel like shit we feel like yeah. we are not enough we feel already like we're failing we feel like you know you create a block in here so we can't get in so that's you know and then we go to work and we create another block there because now we you withhold sex from us and now we operate at work and we're withholding power we're withholding money yeah. from our people in order for us to get that uh, trading. It's like I'm gonna pay you more yeah. as long as you do more yeah. or or I'm gonna you know once you know you get to a certain level so that's the relationship. And I remember you saying that one time to me, like we, when we were talking a while back, you said like, I need you to promise me this. And, and I thought you were going to like say something like big and profound, but you're like, I want you to promise me that you won't withhold your sex because I don't want you to treat me like a toy. And to me, that was huge. It's like, you know, I didn't want to use my, my sexual power, my sexual being as, as something withholding. Like as and I think a that, tool. And that's energy. I think, you know, it, when it comes to sex, you know, for men and women are different. Yeah. Like uh, sex for men is like, that's, you know, that's part of us. Like that's, I mean, for yeah. women too, yeah. but it's different. And I think when a woman uses sex as a way to manipulate, it just forces the guy, uh, you know, to, to just go out and, and find it somewhere else or find the yeah. energy somewhere else. And that's, and that's the kind of you and I had is like, okay, whatever we're going through, just don't use that as a weapon. Yeah, because I'm, you know, I'm not a uh, a kid that you could withhold candy from. Yeah, but it was a huge weapon. But it was a it was, it was it a, it's a, a huge it's a weapon. weapon, and it's a weapon that we could use to manipulate, and it goes from both sides. And it's very women. destructive when you use it like that. Because I remember, like you, you intentionally know what you're doing, and then you're, you know, like you're hurting affection. the person. I mean, you withhold an affection. You put it this way: I'm not gonna love you, yeah, unless you love me back. So therefore, I'm not gonna show how much I appreciate. I'm not gonna show how much you mean to me because I don't get that back. Yeah. So that's the second level of love is that and that's where most people get stuck in 
either the selfish love, like what's in it for me, or I want you to complete me. Or trading. Or the trading love that, yeah. you know, as long as you do this, I'm going to love you back. Yeah. You know, the third love is that the, the love that's unconditional. It's like, okay, you know what? I'm going to love you because I'm full. We were just, we were just talking about it, like people who, are, who live in abundance and they continue to give. And they, the reason that I, I want to be with you is not because I need you, but I want you. Yeah. And there is no trading there. It's not keeping tabs. There's no, uh, there is no uh, competition. Yeah. And if it comes from a place of abundance, I think it's like a complete different love too. And I mean, unconditional love, I think it's like one of the hardest things. And, and for us, that's where like the God part comes in because we have that example. It's like he loved us so much that he gave us his life. And it's like, you know, I... I could only, I was only able to recognize that love when I had kids. Hmm. And once I was able to have kids, it's like, I would do anything for these kids because I had them in my womb. I, you know, like God gave me the gift to be able to be the mother. And then when I was able to transition that love for you, could it's you like, understand? Can, you understand can I love a father or a right, mother you right. know, could do? Like, can I love him? unconditionally can i love even his his flaws can i love like well, parts that i yeah, hate that's, that's the um that's the motherly love right because yeah. we have kids and we love them and you yeah. know sometimes they they do things and then we want to like strangle them but we love them because but you still love them and you still yeah. go and you do things we want them to to learn right but we love them but then you still continue to be there you still continue to love them and pick them up but at the same time when it comes to like a husband and wife relationship we forget that love and they were like okay you know like he's being an asshole so i'm not gonna love him today i'm just gonna like forget about him but we can't turn around and do that to our kids especially as mothers like we can't say i'm gonna forget you because you're being a bad boy or a bad girl like but it, it see, doesn't once once you understand <laughs> doesn't happen. Like once you understand the certain level of love then you can know where you're operating from yes because that's the awareness yes that's the awareness that, that you have to have in order to see how am i showing love what's what's the level of love right now connection that i'm, I'm trading here and what what kind of level of love does my partner does my husband need right now because sometimes we start thinking of ourselves like you know very selfish like i was thinking like i need this love i need him to love me but at the same time when i started thinking like what kind you know he's having his whole business coming down on him so what type of love what does he need right now from me and and that part of of connection comes from knowing the other person and understanding what they're going through i mean yeah. just before you came in and in the office i'm like okay I'm, i have an event coming up in two weeks like I have my clients coming in and they're bringing their wives and like I'm yeah. focused on creating an epic experience for them. Yeah. So you kind of, can you felt my energy going hundred miles an hour, but you understand what I'm going through and you understand that that's the, the nature of the beast. And at the same time, I'm like, okay, let me, let me let you hear the song that I just, <laughs> I just heard. That's such a beautiful song. And I wish you would have heard it and had the same feeling that I had, but it's like, I was thinking about me. And then I had to stop and I was like, oh, okay, it's about, see, if you give not me the about feedback, me, it's about him. But if, we, if you give me the feedback, then I could, I could come back and say, okay, you're right. I wasn't present. Yeah. Like, you know, this is why. But it all comes down to like knowing the level of levels, levels of love yeah. that we have for each other. So it all comes down. And you know, what I was telling my clients and when I did this training is that it all comes down to the relationship that you have with yourself. Yes. Because now if you reverse engineer, like where does the love come from? If you're, if you're talking about, okay, the first level with your partner, with your wife, but if you have the same level with, with you thinking that you have to fix yourself, that you're broken, yeah. that you need to change, that the only way that you appreciate yourself is when you do certain things, you're never going to be able to get to that level of love with the other person because you don't appreciate who you are. I agree. Or the second level is, okay, if I do a good job, then I'm going to appreciate myself. 
if I, you know, if I win at this game, then I'm going to give myself props. And that's what we always talk about. Like there is, there is no way that you can love someone else until you start to love yourself. And that's the punchline. The punchline is like it all works and starts with you. <laughs> yeah. Like with you, like as a man, like stop wanting your wife to complete you, to 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 fulfill you or your business. But it all starts with you. That that one person is you. The person that you're looking at the mirror that that you're saying, you know what, I appreciate that person and their growth. And I always talk about going back and seeing the progress, because as men, we always go back. And we're seeing our faults. We're seeing our flaws. Yeah. Like I'm not a good father. I'm not a good businessman. I'm not a good husband. Like, and then yeah. we focus on the flaws. We focus on the past. And, and then for for us as women, like we kind of focus on like what we need to get done. Like I, I'm always thinking like this needs to happen. This I need to do all of this. But at the same time, it's like what have I done already? So the one thing, if, if you're listening to this, you're watching this, the one takeaway that I would like you to get from this is start appreciating the progress. Yeah. is the the one percent progress the one percent takeaway every single day that the gift that you have if you have a woman that loves you or you have a woman that's putting up with you you know just that's one percent progress like how can i get my woman to connect in a deeper way how can i get my husband to connect in a deeper way in your business how can you get to the next level you know one percent better i mean that's the progress we don't appreciate our progress therefore we don't have that type of love and connection with other people because we don't have that type of love or connection with ourselves so then i would say like my takeaway from this is like the appreciation has to be bigger than what we really think. Like our our mind always wants to think like there's not enough appreciation. But if you really look deep down, there is there is appreciation. You just have to find it. And your heart knows. Your heart always knows what appreciation. And if you comes believe from. in a higher power, if you believe in God, the universe, energy, whatever you believe on, understand yeah. this: like you are here for a reason. Like the one thing I realized: like God, if God made me, because I know that God made me, like He made me, so therefore I'm in the right track. I'm not supposed to be perfect. I'm not supposed to know it all. I'm not supposed to, you know, be where my mind thinks I should be. Yeah. I'm supposed to be exactly where I am right now because I'm a work in progress. And if I fall in love with the progress, then the work becomes effortless. Because you become love in love with yourself. Effortless because you know that you are supposed to go through this. Yeah. And in relationships that we were supposed to go through the pain in order for us to find that connection. And we might go through more pain in order for us to find more deeper connections. Yeah. But we welcome the progress. And then also like what I always think is like some people were saying some negative feedback or whatever. It's like, wouldn't you give a lifetime? Would you work a lifetime to have something beautiful at the end? Even if it was just a glimpse of what it could be. And that's how that's it's mastery. been for us. You know, it's mastery. Like, like I'm, I'm we've committed. We've never stopped. I'm committed to mastery. We've and then one of the stopped. things that I, I constantly talk about with my clients is don't look for the short term, six months, one year. Like a business was, a business cannot, I mean, nowadays you could create a business like within six months or Yeah, but months, you still have to work it for a, a long period of time. Yeah, it's not going to be a sustainable yeah. business unless you put in the work. You could start the business. I'm the sure same, you could start yeah, the business. The relationship. You, you could start. start many relationships, but the long, the committed, the persistent is what makes a relationship last. And that's with everything. Relationship with God, relationship with sex, relationship with money. It yeah. is all about self-mastery. Yeah. So that's it. We hope you enjoyed this video. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Yeah. Just comment, subscribe, follow us everywhere except the bedroom. <laughs> Until next time. Learn it. Live, live it, it. Experience it. it. Love life. life.